fist bump, uh, I told everyone, you need to start doing that. I only gave one person a hug in here today, but she came a long way to see me, so she was special today. <laughs> All right, you see there's no praise song, no musicians. It's called COVID Blue Allergies. Not one thing, all three, but didn't they give us what we needed today, these two young ladies? We appreciate it. In football, they call it the next man up. Over here, we call it the next woman up, huh? You guys are wonderful today. We appreciate it today. Yes. I'm glad that we brought everybody in. Trevor's at um, uh, Omaha for his great-grandmother is 100 years old today. Now listen to this, yes, because they'll be listening. Now listen to this, lives by herself, lives in a house where the bedrooms are upstairs, everything else downstairs, and, and, and the stuff in the basement, and hasn't missed a beat. Never been sicker in the hospital at 100 years old. That is incredible. And I'm glad that you are here. I'm gonna to talk to you briefly today about all of the things that we're seeing that's going on with young people. I'm talking about the teenagers. You know, like in Lawrence, a 17-year-old shot and killed a 14-year-old last week, and in Topeka, a 14-year-old shot and killed somebody else, and I forgot what city it was. Six kids got in the car, and a 16-year-old was driving no license and killed five kids. So we got all of these things going on uh, with young people, and then we, our athletes have lost their minds. I don't know what's happening with that group of people. And everybody is saying this. Young people today has nothing to do with young people today. It's parents today. It's parents today. Parents have got to get back to. You, you, how many of you know who Charles Barkley is? He's one of my favorite folks because he might say anything. But yesterday they were talking to him, and he said the problem we're having is that parents are trying to be friends with their children instead of parents. We are to raise children, and the reason a lot of folks are not able to raise their children the way they're supposed to raise their children, if you don't know nothing, you can't teach nothing, you see? And it is a shame in this, COVID let us know about parents. Parents couldn't wait to get them kids back in school. Y'all got to get these schools open because we, we don't want to be with our kids all day long. You know, we, want, we send them to school, right? You can't learn at school what you're supposed to learn, okay, at home. Now, fortunately for me, uh, and at Park College, when I was coaching at Park and the Kansas City Blazers, a lot of the young people never called me coach. They called me pops because they didn't have that. And then a lot of them called me coach and still to this day coach and can remember some of the things that Coach Field said, uh, what they called pops said, right? So what that means is young people are willing to learn. They just need teachers. Now, for you all in your home, you should have simple Bible readings. Mm -hmm. Don't get nervous. I'm going to help you out, okay? 
Simple Bible reading. The, 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 the Psalms are really songs, okay? And they help us to worship God and know God. The Proverbs are to help us to live life. That's what Proverbs are for. And it's a very simple thing. They're like parables. They're parables about human behavior from God's point of view. That's what the Proverbs are. They're parables about human behavior from God's point of view. And they're very simple. And now they've got so many translations. If you can't handle the King James, you've got the message, you've got the voice, um, and others. But so what I'd like to see some of you do is to read a parable with your children every day. I'm going to take about three minutes. They're not that long. These parables are written to instruct God's people, especially young people. That's what these parables are for, to, to instruct young people, all right, how to please him, meaning God, have a happy and successful life, and to avoid tragedies. And to avoid tragedies that result from sin. And we see in this going all over, this is your responsibility. You see, one, one thing about getting saved is you get saved. Now me, when, when they said get saved, I said, well, okay, now what? You see, I'm saved. That's the heaven thing. How am I gonna, help me to deal with life. And you know when that starts? You're waiting too late. That's got to start here. It's got to start here. You understand? Whoever heard of a six-year-old taking a gun to school and shooting the teacher and hit what he was shooting at? Where'd that come from? You're all intelligent, right? They don't sell six-year-olds guns. Right? And most six-year-olds don't even know how to... You see, so what's going on here is the lack of parental guidance. Period. And we need to quit blaming the media. I think they're trying to pass a law now that you, you have to be a certain age for social media and all that stuff. Is that right? All right. Who needs a law in their house to tell their kid what they ought to be? You see, we had, when I grew up, there was two laws. The lesser and the greater. And Isaac would tell you, in our house, there were two laws. But they were smart. Now, Isaac was really smart. He didn't try to challenge the greater law. Because he saw what happened to the ones who traded the greater law. And he didn't want no part of that. Because he was the kid you could say, don't do that. He's good. But there was my daughter, you know, because girls are getting in, a, in daddy's face because they know daddy won't do too much to him. But mama would handle her if it got too much. But we had another knucklehead, Michael. You had to get with him like he was gangster, so I'd get gangster with him. <laughs> you see? But they still got the food that they needed to be able to handle life. You know, I'm, 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 the old church was fun and y'all had a good time. No. God ain't, he's left you responsible to raise the children. He's left you, that's your responsibility is to raise your children, and he's given us a direction in here, how to do that. We don't know, and there's some beautiful young people in here and I'm looking. We don't want a tragedy 
to happen to any of our children because of the lack of information. Do you understand? Things are going to happen, but for the lack of information, if you do it right and you raise your child right, then if, if that tragedy happened and tragedies happen, then you still have peace in your spirit, but you have a loss. If you do it wrong, then you'll never get over regretting what you did not tell your child. We have some folks in here, only one say amen who I'm talking about, are struggling in their 50s and 60s and 40s because of what they did not learn about life in their younger days. Amen. Financially, relationships, all of that stuff. So we got to get it right. So we do these, these parables, and these parables are going to help us to live according to God's view. But read it yourself, understand it. And one of the greatest, let me tell you, do you know what the greatest protection is for your child? You want to protect your child? Say yes, Pastor. Wisdom. Wisdom. You need wisdom. And wisdom, I'll let you read that. Wisdom means living and thinking according to God's, <laughs> according to God's, according to God's truth. Wisdom means living, I'm sorry about that. I got all excited. <laughs> wisdom means living according to God's truth. Who's supposed to teach them that? We're supposed to teach him that. You see, it means to approach all of life from God's point of view. That's what, we, that's what wisdom is. You know, we say it as a cliche and we think we joke and we say, what will God do? What would Jesus No, that's right. What would God do? Because we are supposed to be born again. Isn't that right? That's when you get born again and we new creatures in Christ. That means that old way of processing, that old way of thinking is gone. And so now I can make the right decisions in my life because I'm going to look at every decision according to God's point of view. How many young people would be alive today if somebody would have taught them that? How many of you, I'm telling y'all sitting in here, would have been much further in your life, okay, that if you'd have went God's way? You know, I hope you don't mind me calling it out a little bit. We had an author in here that wrote a book that should have never had to be written. People failed her, period. People failed her. And so years later, she had to write a book to release the pain and the grief of what happened to her here. Period. And people said, where was God? No, where were the parents? Are y'all with me? We're going to get it right here in this church. It is your responsibility. If you don't know some things, call somebody who does know. I don't know where I stopped that. You can take me from there. Believing everything God says is right and true and the only standard to which to live. We know that culture changes. So we need a standard how to live and how God wants us to live. You don't want to go by your culture. You know not. I want to say this. Say, I'm up here with you, Pastor. I'm up here with you. Pastor. I was talking to some brothers, and uh, we were talking about culture and this, and they were just excited talking about uh, straight out of Compton and uh, boys in the hood, and they were wanting to talk about cops, and I told them, "Well, straight out of Compton, brothers was killing brothers." 
boys in the hood. Brothers were killing brothers. What we need to do, little Malcolm here, what we need to do is educate and raise our children so that one day there'll never be a word called hood. Say amen to that. Amen. You see? So you know, we, trying to, we, we need to get rid of that and live the life and the quality of life that God would have us to live. That's what I'm about, you see? And once we get this, then we won't no sellout, no compromise. You understand what I'm talking about? So we need to, we, no, let's destroy that and get our kids successful and black, white, Asian, Jew, whatever, get our kids successful so that we no longer have to depend on other people to take care of us. Are y'all with me? Amen. I know it's, it upsets people when you put the responsibility on them. Mm -hmm. They say, well, Pastor, you don't know what I'm going through. I ain't supposed to know what you're going through. That's what this is for. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Tell him when you see him, if you get there. All right, here we go. <laughs> the last part of the commentary is gaining wisdom is far better than possessing gold or silver. Gaining wisdom is far better than, go ahead, you know what I'm saying? Possessing gold and silver. Ask me, how do you know? How many millionaires and movie stars and basketball players and athletes commit suicide? You see? Had money, had talent, but didn't have wisdom. We're seeing some of, the, some of these people, we look on there and say, I'm looking at this, I can't think of a kid. He was going to be one of the top draft choices in the NFL that got himself in a whole bunch of trouble. All them million dollars is going to be gone because you acting a fool. You know, you had, that'd have been enough money, because they get big money. That's enough money for your generation, next generation, next generation, and next generation. Had talent, but didn't have wisdom. You see, that comes from us. Are you with me? Am I doing all right? And so what we're, uh, uh, silver and gold, you know, so we see that. Now, can I say something funny? You see, uh, you know, the country's kind of going crazy, right? And do you ever hear them people, don't they sound stupid up there at the White House? I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, whatever it is. I'm looking at folks, I'm like, oh, y'all crazy. You see? And you know what they would tell me? But we rich. Are you with me? You see, and people losing their money and all this stuff, listening to somebody else, but wisdom would tell you, don't do that. Are we doing all right? So can you handle the responsibility? Whose responsibility is it? It's your responsibility. Now, I'm going to help you all to say, I don't have any children. Oh, really? The Bible says we are what? Fathers to the fatherless, mothers to the motherless. So everybody in here is responsible for children. Let's go with the scriptures. I know they're tired of me doing <laughs> ramping it over. Let's turn to Proverbs 1, starting at verse 1, and we're coming from the Passion. And I want to repeat myself because we want to do better in here. Amen. We don't want any excuse. Y'all remember, I have y'all have three things you can only say to me, three things. Yes, sir. No, sir. No excuse, sir. Anything else I want to hear. Period. Yes, sir. No, sir. No excuse, sir. We don't do that over here, right? right. right. This, is not, this is not a challenge. Some people are going to go home and say, Pastor really challenged us this morning. No, he didn't. The Word of God challenged you this morning. Amen? Amen. Okay, here we go. I'm going to show you what the Word of God challenged this morning. <laughs> All 
and we're going to do three different versions, four? Four different versions, it's okay, because I want to repeat myself. I do that on purpose. That's right. How many athletes in here mm-hmm. have played sports of any kind? Amen? Amen. Don't you repeat yourself? Yeah. Huh? You track people in here, you repeat them 400s and 200s and all those things, right? Plays, football, you repeat yourself until you get it right. And then if you got a good coach, you see, you win, and that coach will find out something that you've done wrong to make you better. All right? So that's what I'm doing. I'm going to repeat myself, okay? When you get to heaven, God will say, Johnny told you. The gospel, it wasn't from the gospel of Johnny. It was from the book. Here we go. Here are kingdom revelations. Kingdom revelations. And there's a book that some of us guys are reading called Kingdom Man, and there's one called Kingdom Woman. Some of you all ought to read that. It's very good. All right, because we want to be kingdom people. Amen. All right? Words to live by and words of wisdom given to empower you to reign in life. So this is what this proverb is about. He's talking about proverbs. They're words to give you and to empower you to reign in life. You need to be empowered for life. Right? Amen. Well, the word of God will empower you to deal with life. Okay? And written as Proverbs by Israel's King Solomon, David's son. And King Solomon was supposed to be the wisest man that ever lived. And so he wrote these things to help us to do better. Okay? Within these sayings will be found the revelation of wisdom and the impartation of spiritual understanding. And so what we need today is spiritual understanding. Now, see, why pastor would say how spiritual understanding. There are certain things that are mind deep. Stay with me. You, you ever look at a, a, a child and, you, you, and you, you can deal with them and help their mind, but you know what we're missing? Their spirit. We need to look into people's spirit. You see, there are a lot of folks, and I'll go back to Frida's book. Some of you should buy it if you haven't got it. It'll break your spirit. We up there thinking something wrong with them. Ain't nothing wrong with them. Their spirit is broken. And us that know God, there's the only way a spirit can be healed. I've been one to say this. There are certain things that are done to children. There are certain things that are done to children. It ought to be murder because you killed the spirit. And the only person can bring the spirit back alive again is the Holy Spirit. Am I doing all right? All right. Because I'm serious about this message. All right. Use them as keys to unlock the treasures of true knowledge. I need something to unlock the true measures. I mean treasures of knowledge. I need it. I need it. But the Bible says my people perish for the lack of knowledge. King James says my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Knowledge is power. You see? And I need these spiritual revelations to help me to get knowledge so that I know how to be all God wants me to be. You see, most of us men, only the men can say amen that I'm talking about, we didn't know how to be husbands. We wasn't in a household where there was a husband at. We didn't know how to be fathers. We wasn't in a household where a father's at. It could be mothers too, same direction. Y'all y'all with me? So we have to be able to go somewhere to repair the damage that's been done. It's in the gospel. And it's your responsibility, whether it's 
a child that you know, a child that you don't know, but God has put you at a point. You know, there's no accidents. You see? There's no accidents that you all know Selena. Remember Selena that came up and spoke about three months ago, wasn't it? And she, she said to the congregation, she said, if you can't get it in this church, you can't get it. Selena is from Orlando, Florida, I think. And she could have went to any college in Florida. But she said something moved her to come to Park College. And it changed her life. Now, that's pretty smart. If I'm in Florida, ain't no way I'm going back to Kansas City. <laughs> Just to Park College, you see. But something inside her drew her. And she still, I'm still pops. Calls Gwen and I, checks on us. Does You understand what I'm saying? I'm trying to get you to understand. Get spiritual. If your children are spiritual, they'll make the right decision. Yeah, they can. Okay. We're told in verse 3, those who cling to these words will receive discipline to demonstrate wisdom in every relationship. And we hate this word discipline, but we need discipline so that we can... Wait a minute, it says, demonstrate wisdom in every, every relationship. Say that, in every relationship. That's right. And to choose what is right, just, and fair. And, and re- be able to do that. Yeah. We, not only kids need that, we need this. Amen. You see, I need wisdom to help me. To, I've been married 53 years. I need wisdom every day to help me to improve Sister Gwen, the First Lady and I's relationship. You see, there was a time when we were healthy and everything was going good. We done went through so many transitions, but we were right there, you see, because of this and because of wisdom. Do you understand what I'm saying? Every relationship. Say that. Every relationship. And then once you have wisdom, look at me in my mouth, young people. Once you have the wisdom in every relationship, it'll tell you if he's right or she's right. It'll tell you when to leave. I'm going to stay. Yeah. And for you grown folks, y'all remember Kenny Rogers to tell you when to hold him and when to fold him. <laughs> and when to run or walk away. See, y'all been listening to country western music. All right? You understand what I'm talking about? But it'll do that for you. No, that's your responsibility. All right? We need it to make decisions. You see? We have a bunch of young people. When, am I ready? to be so-called dating. You see, should I go with the crowd? I never understood peer pressure. People say that peer pressure caused me to do wrong. I think that's crazy. Wouldn't you think peer pressure would want you to be the A student? Wouldn't it? Hey, mom, I want to be the A student. Why? It's peer pressure with all of these. Huh? Okay, I just figured out. All right. Here we go. These proverbs will give you great skill to teach the immature and make them wise. And so whose responsibility to teach the immature? Us. It's our responsibility. God bless my child with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. God's saying, that's your job. You to teach it. And then there are people coming in our lives that are adults, I mean, on our job, or people in our families. We are to teach them, give them the skills, and teach them until it's still making fun of them. Teach them! 
And then they'll be able to be wise. Okay? And to give youth the understanding of their design and destiny. And to give youth the understanding of their design and destiny. They need to know that God's got a plan for you. Don't throw it away. He has designed you to be successful in some area. We're supposed to help them find that. We're supposed to help them find that. And then we open the doors so that they can walk through and have the means to be able to be successful. All right. In the NIV, verse 4 puts it this way. Forgiving prudence or careful good judgment. Good judgment. Mm -hmm. Good judgment. And that's in everything. Good judgment. That's right. To those who are simple. To those that are simple, we're helping them to have good judgment. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with being simple. But guess what it can cause you? Sins of omission and sins of commission. Instead of talking about somebody being simple over there, get over there and teach them something. Not making fun of them. Teach your kids that. This little kid is not good at math. You ought to help them. Am I doing all right? Yes. All right. And give knowledge and discretion to the young. And that's for which to, if you ain't got it, you can't give it. Right. Nothing from nothing. The last I heard equals nothing. Right. All right. And the message says to teach the inexperienced the ropes. We got to teach the inexperienced of the ropes. I have always wondered why so many of these young people get uh, these big contracts. And the next thing you know, five or six years from now, they file a bankruptcy. You know, if, if I'm a basketball player and I, and, I, and I got a big contract, I'm calling Magic. I'm calling Jordan. You know, Jordan's a billionaire. Y'all know that, right? And Magic's got so many things. Just, it's their job. It's their job. And it's our job to do it in this church. Somebody needs something. Somebody in here can help you with your situation, circumstance. I'm pretty smart, call me. <laughs> I told them I'm the smartest person you'd ever meet. And they said, what do you mean? That's kind of bold. I said, no, because I know hundreds of people that know things. I said, I'm smart enough to tell you, you need to go talk to that one. You go talk to that one. You go talk to that one. Because they all link to me. Now, one of the smartest people that I know, I hope she can handle it, is my wife. She's smart, because you know, I, that's, what does that mean? We go to the doctor's office, she goes with a, a I, don't, I, I almost fell asleep one time, they're talking about you're gonna do this, they're gonna do this, she goes, now John, they're gonna do such and such, but she's smart and she can handle it and she knows the words and she studies it, and I'm glad, because that's what makes us equal. Where I'm weak, she's strong, where she's weak, I'm strong, right? And then when we do certain things that uh, about getting, I wanted to get the kitchen done. I ain't gonna lie, God. It's a joke, but he may not want me doing it up here. Right. We want to get the kitchen done and get all that stuff done. And I thought it was the most craziest, insane thing I ever thought of. We called Isaac. You know, that's what he does. And the whole time, Pastor Fields went up on the second floor and stayed there for a whole week. Other than nice, <laughs> they had plastic everywhere, and I can't stand things not to be organized. But I knew that Isaac and Gwen Hamlet, it was important to her. And then after they'd done it, we'd invite people over, and I said, What a great idea I had. 
because, and I wasn't lying because we won, all right? God, that was good. I should be a pastor. Go ahead, read that. And the rest of the message says, and give our young people a grasp on reality. We, you better figure it out. Give them a grasp on reality. You see? Now, this is me. Say, this is from the Gospel of Johnny. They got these leagues now where they don't keep score. Because they, they say they just don't want kids to feel bad. What life is that? <laughs> that you, no, you want your kids to handle the wins and the losses. It's life. Yeah, because they're going to keep score at that next level. But yes, they have leagues. We just don't want anybody's feelings. This ain't bowling. No, I tried trophy. You got to be the win or lose, but handle them both because wins will take you down too. As far as, as you see? We got to teach our children how to win how to lose with dignity and integrity. Amen. All right. Again, from the Amplified, that prudence, good judgment. Good judgment. And here's something that, that's just done left the room. Astute common sense. Common sense. <laughs> it's like common sense is not common anymore. And sometimes I'll say, that don't make no sense at all. Common sense ought to show them, and this person said, now, John, she calls me John. Don't even give me a whole name. But now, John, you don't know. You need to just calm down. Because I think common, that's common sense. But common sense is not there. But guess why? Because they've never seen it. You see? That common sense may be given to the naive or inexperienced who are easily misled. It can be given to them, can it? It's what it says. The Bible says it can be given to them, right? And knowledge and discretion, the intelligent discernment to the youth. And it gives them what? Discernment for the youth. Now, I know young, young, young people ain't going to like what I'm getting ready to say. Here's a common sense thing that most of us grew up with. Nothing good happens after 12 o'clock. I see the boys back here. They kind of look at each other like, <laughs> they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> Verse 5, for the wise, these Proverbs will make you even wiser. Even for a wise man. Pastor Fields, not only did I read these scriptures, I read all the commentary that goes with it, which is more deeper than I can do here because it'll take longer because I want to be wiser. So I read the Proverbs because they make me wiser. Okay. And for those with discernment, you will be able to acquire brilliant strategies for leadership. And that's what we want. To take strategies for leadership. There's certain things you need to do, when to do, how to do, where to do, what time to do strategies for leaderships. If you're the head of your house, and sometimes women are the head of their houses, men, because somebody left them, but men, we're the head of our houses. Whoever's the head of the house was, doesn't matter. You better get something. Strategies. Those kids need it. Thank you. And the voice puts it this way. The wise will pay attention to these words. The wise, Pastor Fields will pay attention to these words mm -hmm. and will grow in learning. That's right. And the discerning will receive divine guidance. And Pastor Fields will get divine guidance so he can get up in the pulpit on a Sunday morning and give this message and give the congregation and the people divine 
guidance. Amen? Amen. Amen. Am I doing that? Amen. Yes, amen. All right, all right. And from the Amplified, the wise will hear and increase their learning. And you never stop growing. Never. Anything ain't growing is dead. Never stop growing. I don't care how old you are in here. I'm probably the oldest one in here. I keep growing. I want to keep growing. And the person of understanding will require wise counsel and the skills to steer his course wisely and lead others to the truth. And you want that, your pastor to be that guy. Amen. You want your husband to be that guy. Amen. Your wife to be that lady. Yes. Your children to be like that. Yes. That's what you want from them. It's got to come from you. Yes. Starts with you. If you want things to change, it starts with you in here. All pastor feels the same way. Read one proverb today. Mm -hmm. Sit down with your kids. Because if you don't teach them somebody, we'll teach them something. These kingdom revelations will break open your understanding to unveil the deeper meaning of parables, poetic riddles, and epigrams, and to unravel the words and enigmas of the wise. And I just want to deal with that. I want to All right. get ready to finish it out, okay? Verse 7. How then does a man gain the essence of wisdom? We cross the threshold of true knowledge. Of what kind of knowledge? True knowledge. Of what kind of knowledge? True. Of what kind of knowledge? True knowledge. Yeah. When we live, and this is the hard part, when we live obedience, mm -hmm. devotion to God. People talk about being, being saved easy, but living the life's hard. Yeah. Right. I don't care how old you are. Right. Yeah. Satan still comes after you. All right. And then it says, stubborn know-it-alls will never stop to do this. A stubborn know-it-all will never stop to do this. For they scorn true wisdom and knowledge. They hate true wisdom and knowledge. And some folks just ain't going to cut it. Coach Ventura said something to me in 1963 when I was trying to get some of the guys to, to recruit uh, to play football. And they didn't want to play for some kind of reason. And I was trying to help them. And he said, Chet, you know, they call me my middle name. You're going to find out in life you can help some, you try to help the people you can, but always remember this, some folks just can't cut it. And that's a hurtful thing. Some folks just can't cut it. Yeah. The NIV puts it this way, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. The fear of what? The Lord. It's the beginning of knowledge. And it doesn't mean fear like scared fear, it means fear like in reference of. All right. right. But fools despise wisdom and but, instruction. But who? Fools. Now, I would have wrote that. <laughs> yeah. Fools. You're a fool when you don't want instruction. That's a fool. All right? And lastly, from the voice, it says, let us begin the worship of the eternal one. That's what we want to do in here. You start by worshiping God. Let me tell you something. Everybody look at me. You, if you don't worship God, you don't teach your children to worship God, they will find somebody to worship or something to worship. That's right. All right? That's right. The one true God, worship is the first step towards knowledge. Worship is what? The first step towards knowledge. That's right. And again, fools, however, do I love not, it. <laughs> do not fear God and cannot stand wisdom or guidance. 
I don't want any fools in Christ Temple North. Right. I don't want any fools in Christ Temple North. That's right. Amen. 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 God. Take us out. Boy, that's pitiful. If you're going to clap, clap. <laughs> Amen. Oh, and for some of you all that don't know it, Linda Cole passed away um, Thursday. Thursday or Friday. And she had a good battle. And wait a minute, look at me. And it was a healing. Because she was going through some real tough stuff. Every time somebody dies, it's not a tragedy. Sometimes it is a healing. All right? Am I good? Oh, praise God. All right, uh, let's give God some praise for our pastor. One thing I love about him, he makes it so simple. There's really uh, no excuses as he